Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lively Pod with your host, Lauren Elizabeth. I'm so excited to be starting this podcast. Y'all don't even know. I have a few other platforms under the name Let Us Be Lively, so catch me on Instagram, TikTok. You may be watching this on the YouTube channel already if you wanted to watch it in video form instead of podcast form. But for those of you listening on Spotify or Apple Music, welcome. So excited to have you and join you in the fam. But this podcast specifically is just for all the 20-somethings out there looking to make themselves more of a priority in life. Think personal development meets all things health and wellness. So I really had this vision of me just having these little one-on-one chats about things like journaling, meditation, nutrition, detoxes, just all things health and wellness that can so often get complicated in the social media world and with the ever-expanding information out there on these subjects. And so I just want to be able to dial the content back, make it simple with these short little podcast episodes. So welcome. Often in this 20-something stage of life, you're being stretched in a thousand different directions. School, career, family, friend, romantic relationships, and so much more. So this little podcast is to get you thinking back about you. We can't pour from an empty cup. You hear that all the time. But you often are confused about how to fill your own cup. So Let's put that energy, let's put that attention back into ourselves to fill that cup up. As a health and accountability coach for my clients and a college student who's studying nutrition and psychology, I literally live and breathe health, wellness, and mindsets. I know how vital our health is to living our most lively lives, having the energy to do everything we want in life. So... I'm here to make it just a little bit simpler by sharing what I'm learning every single day and the resources that I'm getting and giving it to you guys in a non-boring, hopefully uncomplicated way. So if you like the sound of that, if you're into self-help, personal development, health and wellness, well, you're in the right spot. So stay tuned for a new episode every Wednesday for Wellness Wednesday. So like, subscribe, follow me on Instagram for daily content. Let us be lively. And let's just go ahead and get into the first episode of the Lively Pod. So obviously 2022 just came around the corner and it's time to start thinking about New Year goals and setting resolutions maybe. And I was talking about this with Will. So Will, for those of you who don't know me, is my boyfriend. We've been dating for seven years now. And so we just have a lot of these kind of random conversations. So this one was all about goals. And he was like, I don't like the new year. I don't think that everyone needs to redo themselves come January 1st. Like it's such an arbitrary day. It's such an arbitrary time. Literally, there's nothing different from December 31st to January 1st besides one number in the year. 
So that was his perspective. And I could not disagree more because I literally live and breathe for this time of year. I love this time of year. Because for me, yes, could I recenter and reset all of my goals on December 21st? Of course I could. And I don't have a problem with people who do that. But I love New Year's as a time for me to recheck in, to reground, to look back and reflect over the year that I just had and see where I want to go in the next year. I'm all about goal setting from the right mindset. So this kind of makes me want to get into the meat of today's topic, which is I think you need to have goals, but I also think that some people are hindered by their goals. And so what I mean by this is that you can set all of these goals, but know that they're going to change. And that's the beauty of goals is they will always change. I set goals for the month. I set goals for the year. I set goals for five years down the road, 10 years down the road, and my lifetime. But boy, do I know that when I get five years down the road, I will not have the same five-year goal that I set right now. And that's okay for me. I just use these goals to be pushing myself into the right direction. I need forward momentum and I need that idea to work towards or else I feel like I'm staying static. I'm staying put. I'm in the same place. So for me and where I think the New Year's is such a good place to start for people in their goal setting endeavors is that it marks a time where you can reflect back on the previous year and then reflect on what you want to accomplish in a year's time. 365 days, you can accomplish a lot. And so making sure that you have those goals, that you're moving in the right direction for the 365 days that make up 2022. When doing this, I like to start big first. I like to think about all the things that I want to accomplish in my life, like my big dreams. How do I see my life 10 years down the road? How do I see my life five years down the road, one year down the road, etc.? And I work my way down. And I do this in a journaling exercise. And so if you have a piece of paper, if you want to type it on your computer, I'm such a fast typer. And I don't really like handwriting a lot of things. And so I type out these things. You can get journaling apps. You can just do it in Google Docs. You can get a cool notebook and make it your vision notebook. Have fun. Make it your own because you'll stick to it if it's your own and if it's the method that you enjoy the most. Once you have this kind of like method that you want to start journaling and visioning in, Go ahead and type out all the accomplishments that you want to have done in 10 years as if you've already done them. So I have three beautiful children. Like (laughs) anything that you want to kind of accomplish in 10 years, write it down as if you've already done it. So it's kind of like affirming it. And then do the same thing for five years. 
be like, okay, well, if that's where I want to be in 10 years, what could I do in five years to get me closer to that goal? And so maybe it's a certain career milestone. Maybe it's a certain school milestone. So something like that. And then in one year's time, you can even do three years if you want to splice it even more. But then one year, what do you want to accomplish in this year that works you up to those five-year milestones that'll work you up to those 10-year milestones? And again, writing all of these in the affirmative as if they've happened. And then from your one year, you break those down into your goals for 2022. So those accomplishments, what do you need to achieve for those accomplishments to happen? Those are your goals. Those are the things that you want to meet. So thinking about that and thinking about setting these goals for your year to come, we want to set SMART goals. So if you haven't heard of this, SMART is an acronym, and it stands for specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-based. These are the specific actionable items that will take you to meeting your accomplishments for the year. Maybe this is a specific grade you want to work for this semester. Maybe it's a specific monthly saving goal. I love this one specifically because not only is it working for your future self, but it's also breaking it down into the months. I think that's super important. And something that I do a lot is I make monthly goals for the 12 months of the year. So it's like, I want to save $500 a month. And that's my monthly goal. Well, that will get me up to around, I think it's like a $5,000 for the entire year, which is awesome. Maybe I did that math wrong. Oh, well. I'm not a math major, and anyone who knows me can tell you that I suck at math. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I have made it this point in my career without having taken calculus at all, ever. And I'm pretty proud of that, honestly, because I'm nutrition, psych. That's my thing. Math is not it. Anyway. But I love having these little monthly increments because then I can hit it for January and maybe February is a horrible month. Maybe I'm just not on it. Maybe I got really sick. Maybe something happened and I just needed to put my energy in something else. And so my monthly saving goal didn't happen. Well, that's okay. I have it set up for next month that I can go back to in March and start saving back again. And so I might not have accomplished it in February, but I did accomplish it in January, March, April, May. And that's still a huge deal. And so setting specific monthly saving goals rather than being like, oh, I want to save 10K in a year and then getting to November and realizing you've only saved a thousand. And now you have to scramble and try to like make ends meet to meet your goal. And that's just unrealistic. You're not going to do that. And so splitting it up into monthly makes you stay on track for your goal in the future. And then it could also get even more down into like a time-based where you're like, I want to work out for three hours a week. And you can split that up however you want. Maybe you do two hour and a half workouts, or maybe you do 30 minutes a few times a week and that's it. And so you don't want to box yourself in. Specifically with this weekly movement goal, 
I really enjoy different types of workouts, so I like to bounce around. I'm a pure bar, orange theory, group fitness for the win. I'm a yoga instructor, and so I do a bunch of different classes every week, but I also love strength training, so I hate boxing myself and being like, I'm going to go to five yoga classes a week because that's unrealistic for me because while maybe I'll go five times for a few weeks, Then I'll switch to going to more strength-based classes, and that should count just as well as my yoga classes do. So making sure you don't box yourself in with saying, like, I'm going to go to Orange Theory five times a week. Just say I'm going to work out five different days of the week, and then you get to choose your workout. It could be a 10-minute yoga flow right before bed one day if you just want to hold yourself consistent, hold yourself to your accountability of meeting this workout goal, you can do that. So while we want to get specific and actionable on the goal, such as weekly movement, you don't want to get so specific or so unattainable, unrealistic. This is where that R comes in, where you want to make sure you can actually accomplish it long term, not just the first week of the year. So my next kind of adding in these goals that you're working towards your one year vision is adding goals into your current routine. This is a huge one. It is called habit stacking. I feel like a lot of people have heard of it now, but if you haven't, habit stacking is when you add on habits to your current routine. So An easy example is you brush your teeth every morning, you maybe wash your face every morning, and then you go and have breakfast. That's your current morning routine. That's what you do every day. Perfect. Let's add flossing right after you brush your teeth. And so it's not like you're adding flossing right after lunch because you would never have a cue to go floss. You're adding it to something that you're already doing. So you're going, wash my face, brush my teeth. Oh, I'm adding flossing to my routine. And then I go have my breakfast. And so that is kind of the idea of habit stacking. So say every night you go to bed, you want to read a book. And so you crawl into bed, you're on your phone, you put your phone down because you're getting tired. And you instead want to replace that habit with a book. So what we're going to do is we're going to crawl into bed. We're going to pick up a book. We're going to read one page of the book. And then maybe you scroll on your phone for five minutes. And then you put it down and you go to bed. What that does is you picking up a book and you reading one page, you're most likely going to want to read more pages once you pick that book up. And so that's kind of the idea of the habit stack is like once you put it into your already done routine, you're most likely going to make it more of a habit. Like it's going to start fitting in easier and easier and easier. Whereas if you just said, oh, I want to read 10 pages a day and didn't find a time, didn't make it specific and time based, you're not going to hit it. If I've said I want to read 10 pages a day, but then my morning routine goes by and I was like, oh, I'll do it later. Then my lunch break goes by. Mm, I'm not ready to read yet. I'll do it. I'll do it tonight in bed. 
tonight in bed comes, I'm on my phone, I'm like, oh, I needed to read. I'll just start tomorrow. So choose a time, write it in of your habits, your current routines that you do, and fit it in somewhere, either in your morning, your evening, or maybe your lunch break routine on your way to work type thing. Maybe it's like listening to an audiobook on your way to work. So habit stacking is kind of the idea for goals number two. And then my third piece of advice for goal setting is to not overdo it. This is hard. I feel like a lot of people set so many different goals and so many different goals in the same category that they can't do it. They can't do it for more than a month. And this is where a lot of people fall off. And so I want you to think carefully about how many goals you're setting specifically in the health and wellness. This is a health and wellness podcast. So specifically in the health and wellness category of your life. So if you're trying to change your diet, you're trying to change your workout routine, you're trying to change your morning routine, evening routine for meditation, whatever, that's a lot of things in the same category and you're going to get overwhelmed. You might even get burnt out from trying to do all of these things that you don't normally do and most likely you're just going to stop doing all of them together because they're all in the same category. It's totally okay to have more than one health goal, fun goal, etc. But making sure you don't overdo it. So it's like, okay, well, I want to eat healthier. Maybe instead of saying, oh, I want to stick to this diet. We'll talk about diets another day. That is like a whole topic on its own. But I want to follow this specific diet. I would recommend saying, I want to add more fruits and vegetables into my diet. That's achievable. And by adding in more fruits and vegetables, you'll be excluding more processed foods without restricting so much that you can't make it last, can't sustain it. And so that's a really good one for diet. And then maybe you want to work out more. So how often are you working out? If you're not working out at all, if you don't go to the gym at all, don't expect yourself to go five times a week. Like that's unrealistic. Make it your goal to go once a week. And then if you add on extra days, that's awesome. That is so cool. You should keep doing that. But remember your goal for 2022 was to only work out once a week. And you can do that for 52 weeks. That's awesome. And that'll make a difference. So the kind of categories that I split my goals into this year was I have a health goal, a self-development goal, which mine is to read a book a month. Then I have a career goal, a school goal, because living that college life at the moment, a financial goal, and a fun goal. This is the last one's like probably my most exciting goal because I feel like goals are typically like, you should be doing more of this, you should be doing more of that, you should be saving more. But I also wanted to add in like a fun goal. Like I want a hobby for 2022. And so I'm still kind of deciding what I want to be doing, but I think I want to make my hobby roller skating. I think that would be really cool. Anyway, I digress. So kind of splitting it up into categories can help you prioritize and be able to work towards things in different areas of your life so that you're making progress in all of these different directions 
at the same time with the same momentum so that maybe you're getting burnt out with your health goal. You are getting burnt out at the gym. You just need to focus your attention on something else. Focus in on your career goal. That's super exciting. Like deep dive into that. It just gives you a little bit of different perspective to work towards while still making progress in a area. And it allows you to change your priorities to be flexible with your schedule. So that's goals. They're done. They're written down. Make them simple. Keep them where you can refresh your mind. Now this goes back into what we were talking about with the journaling prompt of writing everything as if you've already done it. Write these goals as if you've done that for affirmation purposes. What I mean by this is I love having sticky notes on my mirrors, maybe like a bathroom mirror or a mirror you pass by a lot of times. And then you can say them to yourself and affirm them. Make them become a reality with this thing called mirror work. And so mirror work is when you are repeating these goals, these phrases over and over and over to yourself in your own voice so that you can really envision them and see them become a reality. You can place these goals, these affirmations wherever you want. Like I said, I like to do the sticky note on the mirror, but you could also do a cute little iPhone background or desktop screen saver, just somewhere where you can repeat them daily out loud. This can also be like a vision boarding exercise. If you're creative and crafty, go get your crafting supplies, all the scrapbook goods, and print out a bunch of inspiration off Pinterest. Follow me on Pinterest, by the way. Let us be lively. That's where I do all my vision boarding. And make it work for you. Make it fun to look at. Vision it. Now, you have envisioned your goals over the next 10 years. You've made and set your goals that you're going to work on and accomplish for this year in particular. You've split them down into time-manageable pieces that are actionable and realistic. You've affirmed them and placed them where you can see them every single day and make sure that you're on track to hit them. And now, as the year progresses and goes on, I recommend coming back and changing, recentering, redialing in with these goals once a month. You check in, you keep changing these goals based on the different things you've accomplished over the year, the different roadblocks and hurdles you've had to jump over to be working towards these goals. Just all these different things. I want you to change and feel like these goals are malleable to the situation going on and just mold them into the perfect goals for you. Because by the end of 2022, maybe your goals are completely different than when you started 2022. But that's okay. That's not the point. The point is that you moved in a forward direction. You moved positively and you had something to work towards all year to keep you in a good mindset, to keep you on track, and to keep you having all these successes in your life. So I hope this helps you create healthy habits 
that remain consistent within the year. And I wish you the best of luck in 2022. I really hope that you get to accomplish these goals, get to start working towards them, and enjoy the journey of working towards goals. You will never get to a point in your life, at least I don't ever want to get to a point in my life where I don't have goals to work on. I love working towards things. The journey is the best part, and you just have to see that now. It's like looking at it, enjoy the journey of it, enjoy the process, and you will finally hit those goals and be able to set new ones for yourself. Thank you again for tuning in to the first episode of The Lively Pod. You can catch the pod once a week for Wellness Wednesdays from now on with your host, Lauren Elizabeth. Follow me on Instagram, like and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review if you're a true fan. And yeah, guys, I'm so excited for this journey. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. Bye.